sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomew. And I'm Gianni DiGiovanni. And welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Disco Elysium devs sue their former company to try get their IP back. Call of Duty has you aiming guns directly at civilians in the new game. And City Project Red revealed Witcher 1 Remake. Let's go. Articles to read, podcasts to listen to, and videos to watch on sifter.com.au. A few weeks ago, we spoke about the firing of the team behind Disco Elysium from the development company Zaum. Now, one of those ousted members will be taking the company to court. Tech News Space reported this week that Disco Elysium writer Anthony Kurvitz has filed a lawsuit confirmed by Estonian court filings and by Kurvitz himself when he retweeted the article captioned Lawjay an in-game reference. Kotaku spoke to Zaum founding and former member Martin Luiga and asked him if the intention of the lawsuit was to regain control of the Disco Elysium IP, to which he responded, what else could it possibly be? The first court date is on November 28th, so we'll keep you updated as this story progresses. What you might not know, that in Estonia, Zaum was actually a critical cultural institution, one of the most innovative and exciting. They Most people might know them as a video game developer, but it was really sad that when those key creators were pushed out of the company, they weren't able to contribute anymore. So we'll just have to see what happens with this one. Anything could happen. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 released this week, and it's attracted a lot of criticism for one of the levels in the campaign mode, where you have to point your gun directly at civilians to de-escalate. Now, this is completely awful, not to mention extremely tone-deaf when you play as a border and drug enforcement agent breaking into people's homes. The United States, and Australia for that matter, have big problems with policing, and especially when it comes to the use of violence against people by police which disproportionately impacts people of colour. Now, this is not the only hiccup for the game. On the multiplayer side, players on PC and Xbox have discovered that they are forced directly into matches with each other, with crossplay locked in by default. You can go and disable all crossplay entirely on the Xbox. So that's every game, not just Call of Duty. But PC players are stuck with console players with no way to opt out at all. PlayStation players have a built-in toggle to disable if they want, so I'm curious what might have been the back-end rule that caused this to play out. And we can't not mention this. If you're a player that loves a physical copy of a game, almost don't bother with the disc version of Modern Warfare 2. Twitter account Does It Play found that there was just 70 megabytes on the Blu-ray with a 100 gigabyte download before you could even play. Do you remember a couple of walkthroughs ago, we told you that CD Projekt Red had announced a stack of new games, Gianni? Well, we know now that one of those secret projects, codenamed Canis Majoris, is actually a remake of the original Witcher game. CD Projekt Red, head of the studio Adam Badowski, announced that they were partnering with Polish studio Fool's Theory on the remake and that it will be built up from the ground in Unreal Engine 5. Fool's Theory aren't strangers to the Witcher's game, with few of them having worked on the Witcher series already. The original game is free at the moment on GOG.com, so if you want to compare and contrast, you can grab that now, and we'll bring you more information when it comes to hand. The original Witcher came out in 2007. That is almost a lifetime ago when it comes to video games, so it's pretty exciting that this new game will get a fresh coat of paint, and hopefully a new generation of players will be able to enjoy and play it. All live service games eventually have an end date, but Yoko Taro's Sano Alice, the mobile RPG packed with that classic Square Enix gacha mechanics, is going out 
in a pretty cool way. The game will be shutting down in Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Macau in just over a week on the 10th of November, but players will get one last mission before it all goes away. When players complete that final verse, that's what the game calls its chapters, their save file will be completely deleted. So it's all or nothing. As Kotaku reports, one of the secret endings in Near Automata prompted you to delete all of your save data to help another random player. So this is straight from the Taro playbook. I really hope that someone records their final run so that it's made available for people to see once the game finally ends on the 10th of November. It's the 25th anniversary of the Fallout series this year, and Fallout 4 will be getting one final update to bring it into the current generation. The 2015 game, which has already been updated to support 4K on the PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox One X, it will get some additional performance mode features such as high frame rates and other quality features for 4K, as well as some bug fixes. Also during this announcement, it was hinted that there would be a bonus Creation Club content, but no specifics on what that would look like or include. The upgrade will be for PlayStation 5, PC and Xbox Series X, so we'll keep you updated as we get more information. I played 300 hours of Fallout 4 when it first came out, and I have been feeling the itch to get back into the world of post-apocalyptic Boston. Uh, So when it comes out uh, on the new consoles, it might be just that motivation I need to get playing again. That's it for news here are the games that are coming out this week. Out on the 31st is Necroboy Path of Evil Ship by indie devs Chillin' Wolf. It's a lighthearted puzzle adventure game that tells the story of a young necromancer on a journey to become the Lord of Evil. It's out on PC this Monday. Another spooky title out on Halloween is The Unliving, a roguelite action RPG that tasks players with fighting off hordes of enemies with an army of the undead. Grab it on PC on the 31st. Out on November 3rd is The Chant, a creepy third-person horror set at a spiritual retreat on a remote island. Everything is set for a relaxing weekend away until a group chant opens a psychedelic dimension and everything turns to hell. Pick it up on PC, Xbox Series S and X, and PlayStation 5 this Thursday. Also out on Thursday is King Hunt, the first released by Finnish developers Vaki Games. It's a third-person tactical arena brawler with tower defense, hack and slash, all mixed into one. You can grab King's Hunt on PC on the third. And lastly, we have the Entropy Center, a mind-bending first-person adventure puzzle game. Picture the Portal series, except instead of a portal gun, the player's weapon of choice sends objects back in time. It was out on PC, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 and 5 on the third. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash discord. This has been Walked Through by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomeus. And my name is Gianni DiGiovanni. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love listening to Sifter. So if you like to support our work, we've got a Ko-Fi where you can contribute whatever our work is worth to you. Even a small amount makes a big difference to us. You can head to sifter.com.au forward slash support, where even a couple of dollars helps us keep making our shows. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, Carl Paletto, Fiona Bartholomeus, Daniel Ang, Daniel Hines, Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is our senior producer, and my name is Gianni Giovanni. I'm the executive producer. Huge thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and to Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday.